And it's just gone 23 minutes away from uh, 12 o'clock. Uh, catch up with Matthew Stephen. Then Rob Stevenson's going to join us. Then we're going to talk to Tim Garner about cricket and Rollo Manning about uh, Super Rugby. All of that before the news at 12 o'clock. But uh, uh, Matthew Stephen's with us now to talk sport history. Hello, man. Hello, Charlie. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We're, today we're going to talk about... Shooting. What sort of shooting? Rifle shooting mainly. It, it's interesting uh, watching the, the Commonwealth Games. It's one of the few times that you see the shooting sports given any sort of uh, prominence at all. Mm. Um, yet it's a, it's a really uh, important and large part of our, our sports history. Um, rifle shooting, horse racing are probably the two sports that are most often played in English sort of settlements when they're set up, which is what happened here in uh, Port Darwin or Palmerston as, as it was known. And uh, we had uh, right, records of rifle shooting competitions right back in 1869. Like So from the moment Europeans arrived here, um, they were having shooting competitions. And if you think about it, you know, guns were very much part of the, the culture at the time. Mm. Uh, they were just part of uh, the equipment. Uh, most people had a gun and uh, so opportunities to sort of compete and compare your skills to others was always part of the, the sporting landscape. Um, in uh, 1871, one of the stranger sort of shooting competitions was uh, when the uh, white settlers were um, uh, comparing their shooting skills. The government resident asked the Aboriginals whether they'd like to uh, display their uh, uh, spear-throwing um, skills at the same time and set up a target of a man for them to have a, have a crack at. Now, you would have thought that that probably wasn't the most sensible thing <laughs> for the uh, government resident to be doing, yeah. encouraging uh, the locals to be uh, taking a pot at uh, men, but that was just uh, what it was like at the time. Matt, can I just ask you, because like, when you mention rifle shooting and, and horses and all that, I, I mean, I started thinking about buffalo hunting and all those sorts of things was that is that why uh, rifle shooting was important because it was used for used for hunting so much? Uh, well, protection. You know, we're talking about uh, times when uh, most uh, people on that were white settlers would have had had guns. It was it was for defence, okay. largely. Um, a lot of the rifle clubs that existed right through the nineteenth century often had this defence aspect to it. So uh, perhaps they weren't quite as uh, concerned about defending themselves on the frontier, although many would have been. Uh, there was a lot of paranoia in. Darwin in the early days about the yellow hordes coming down from Southeast Asia and having defence rifle clubs. So they had this dual function. Mm. Uh, in my own mind, it was often just a case of the locals getting resources for their rifle clubs so that they could go to the government resident and say, hey, look, can we set up a rifle range and by the by, you know, if we get attacked, you know, we can we can help defend Darwin. Okay. Um, but we, we, we had uh, two rifle uh, ranges uh, multiple rifle clubs here um, uh, about the 1890s and those those rifle ranges were just on the edge of town, the area that a lot of people or a lot of old uh, uh, Darwin residents would remember as the police paddock just in that Stewart Park, Diner Beach oh, area. Yes. There yep. were two rifle ranges there adjacent to each other because yep. we had duelling rifle clubs for a while, you know, in a town where there was no more than you know 200 white fellas, they, they, they couldn't agree so they, they'd be um, uh, uh, setting up 
up different rifle clubs because they didn't get on. Um, but some of the some of the interesting aspects of the rifle shooting was um, uh, telegraphic rifle events. So you'd have the Port Darwin Rifle Club competing against the Torres Strait uh, Rifle Club, and they'd be literally telegraphing their results from each round oh, okay. to each other. Innovative. Yeah. Well, I, I found records of uh, rifle matches against Cooktown, Townsville, Semaphore, Oruru in South Australia, Broken Hill. This was quite a regular event, just to break up the um, the routine, I guess, yeah. of um, uh, shooting against each other. So did they shoot at the same time? Uh, they, they, they held their events at the same on time. On the same day. On the same and day. Then and the... then they'd send by telegraph the results. Okay. Uh, just, just an interesting way to, to, to have a competition. Yeah. Um, an interesting gun club was the Palmerston Gun Club. We were watching um, uh, the trap shooting uh, with the shotguns uh, at the... Uh, um, Commonwealth Games just yeah. just this week, uh, the Palmerston Gun Club set up their clay uh, target sprung uh, loaded uh, catapults off the Esplanade, and they were shooting their uh, clay targets off the Esplanade out towards the out, sea. Out towards the sea. I thought that would uh, be a nice way to spend the <laughs> afternoon. Just wander down to the Esplanade and take a take a few pot shots. Um, it, it, in the 1930s, the, the, the military garrison started to, to gain strength here in Darwin and uh, that saw the local gun uh, clubs, the rifle shooting clubs, uh, competing against the military um, uh, soldiers. That was always interesting, you know, trying to knock off the soldiers in the, uh, in the rifle shooting. And um, in the late 1930s, there are records of uh, Northern Territory um, rifle shooters uh, attending the King's Trophy in New South Wales. So King Kings and Queen's shoots were sort of like the premier event yeah. in different states. And, and territory shooters were, were going off to these events in the, the 1930s. Did women shoot? Um, look, very occasionally, quite interestingly, the first shot of the um, uh, Port Darwin Rifle Club, no, sorry, the Palmerston Rifle Club in 1881, the first shooter was a woman. Um, it was the opening shot, so they, they thought okay. they'd let uh, one of the ladies have a go. Um, it wasn't common. Um, I didn't see records of uh, women shooting regularly until about the 1950, uh, 1940s when there yep. was a women's uh, auxiliary. And then uh, World War Two that disrupted things. People had enough shooting going on without doing it for fun. And um, after the war, there was the emergence of what in the newspapers was record recorded as the uh, the miniature rifle club, which was in effect small bore shooting, much shorter ranges, smaller caliber um, rifles. And that became uh, uh, very popular. And that's when women started getting in involved a lot more. There was a rifle range, miniature rifle range at uh, Larrakia. Uh, a little later in the 50s, there was one at uh, Winnie and then uh, uh, more recently uh, um, the, the rifle uh, rangers, the gun clubs were at Winnelly and then uh, they've set up at Mickett's Creek more recently. And uh, probably the, the most prominent um, shooting uh, character, I guess, in the Northern Territory was Greg Chan, who was uh, an oh, Olympic yes. uh, yeah. uh, coach for a number of years. If uh, my records are correct, uh, 1995 to 2007, he was involved in the Olympic shooting team yeah. and although I don't know a great deal about Greg himself that's that's quite an achievement and just goes to show the the level of interest and the expertise in rifle shooting here in the Northern Territory so I think it, there might have been a lady too as a shooter by the name of and I'm not sure she was a Territorian but she certainly was uh, down as a Territorian at the Commonwealth Games in Kuala Lumpur her name was Christine Trafry from Alice Springs she went off I'm not sure whether she won a medal 
in Kuala Lumpur or not, but she certainly was... A, no, no, the name's there. very familiar and uh, uh, certainly uh, the Alice Springs uh, Rifle Club uh, emerged during World War II and from that time onwards they were they were quite strong. There, there was records of um, rifle shooting almost at every um, sort of community, so Boralula, even out at the Vic River, you know, they yeah. very often have a horse race yeah. and a shooting competition. Shooting competition and, well. and so it was, it was just very common and, and uh, it, it's probably less prominent today as it may May have been in the past, and 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 when you look at the technology that the shooters are using today, that's no surprise. It's extraordinary, isn't it? <laughs> they, extraordinary. it? It looks very complicated. The yeah. uh, the gear that they're wearing wearing today, but it, it is nice to see those sports that don't get the um, prominence that uh, throughout the, the the various seasons. That at least during the Commonwealth Games and the Olympics, that people can see what it's about, and they are really interesting to to watch and follow. Yeah. Well, it's a great history. Uh, you just you, you don't think about it enough until you start talking about it and then you say why not i'm sure it would have been popular at that time and it's still popular now of course all right matt we might leave it there no worries, nice Sally. to see you again what are we going to talk about next week you haven't thought about it yet uh well i was having a look at um swimming yachting water sports water, that yep. kind of thing so we can have a look at that okay we've had some great uh, uh, water sport people if you like <laughs> nice, indeed nice to talk to you all today. right charlie always a pleasure